Hey guys, it's Jonathan Super again, and we are here in the studio, and I'm so excited today. We haven't had a lot of guests, but I've just had it on my heart. Dr. Lindy McCallum is here in the house today. Um, say hey to everybody. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to be talking today because it's an incredible testimony. Number one, Dr. Lindy has a brand new book that's out, um, and that we just want to talk about that today called Just Pray. And uh, kind of cool concept. And years ago, I wrote a book many of you have read called Dominion Praying. And it's kind of in the same vein, the same genre of that. And when I was praying about it, I'm like, man, how can we talk about that and expose that? So we're just going to talk about that and talk about you and talk about your husband and your <laughs> cheerings and all that stuff. So I just want to get it, get it out in public right now, though. You were raised in africa correct yes okay yes. east africa <laughs> southern southern South so tell Central. us about that yes. yeah so i am i hail from zambia africa for those that don't know so um if you go down to south africa people are more familiar with that and just kind of elevate a little mm -hmm. uh that's where zambia is so literally south central africa I've been here since I was the age of 10 or 11. I always have to verify with my mother. So I'm not falsifying yeah, How old was I? Yeah. I know. Right? <laughs> it's been so long. Um, yeah. And so, you know, the first, the formative years of my life were there. And then the latter years obviously have been here in America. Um, I am married as um, Pastor Jonathan mentioned um, to a beautiful man of God. It's American. Yeah, incredible man of God, <laughs> American football star, uh, military hero, and man of God. Uh, yes. Both of you guys are doctors. That's what's so cool. Yes. So yes. tell us about that. So his yes. specialty is in, he's uh, a doctor in? Yes, mind, brain, and teaching. So okay. his doctorate is um, from Johns Hopkins University. Okay, guys, y'all hear that? Johns Hopkins <laughs> University. So he's not a dummy. <laughs> Uh, and he actually lets me have coffee with him sometime. That's what amazes me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. Um, he's a licensed professional counselor and former military, went to West Point um, Military Academy. and Played um, for West Point. Yes, football. played football uh -huh, and ran track. Uh -huh. So <laughs> God has blessed. Uh, really, yes. just uh, he's a wonderful testimony as well. God's hand's really been upon our life. So um, that's why we take every opportunity we can, honestly, to give him the glory. Um, my doctorate is in physical therapy. So I'm a DP. Um, which I obtained that at Mary Hardin Baylor um, here in Texas, which is a great school too. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, no, no shyness about it. I love it there. Um, give them shout out every, any chance I can get. And before that, I actually got my master's from Johns Hopkins, so we swapped. Oh, see, they're kind of special, <laughs> kind of special. Yeah, so you swapped. Okay, yes, because yeah. he got his uh, uh, licensing from uh, through therapy and master's from. Uh, uh, oh, really? UMHB. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I didn't UMHB, know that. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of the um, low story. Like I said, coming here um, was an adjustment. Um, so I was at like the last year middle school slash going into elementary school, going into middle school, made to repeat um, because, you know, the systems are different. The educational systems sure, are absolutely. different. You understand the grades that. are different. All that, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so they're like, although I took the ESL class, you know, um, 
for non-English speakers, but I grew up speaking English. So that was a little different for me. Again, I just look at back on things like that. And I appreciate God's sense of humor and just grooming me <laughs> on how to walk humbly in said situations. Yeah. So yeah, when you're the smartest person in the room and they're treating you like you're not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My ASL teacher would almost get frustrated because everything she asked, I would answer, not showing off, but I would tell her, yes, while I speak my native tongues, like we speak English. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so that was an adventure. Middle school was fun. Yeah, a lot High of school. Africa, especially that part of Africa, definitely speaks English. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Most most oh, places yeah. do. Um, some by choice. I do have relatives just by choice. They want to maintain the culture, the sure. languages and all that. So um, I can appreciate that. But yeah, so all this took place in Maryland. Um, so East Coaster. Woo -woo. So that's where <laughs> is that where you guys met? Yes, we met in the state of Maryland. We went to the same high school um, and did nothing there. We were just good friends. Uh, I went to college at Morgan State University in Baltimore, and he went to West Point in New York. We stayed friends, though. There was always a mutual friend of ours that was like, you know what? Just let me get him together. And with that, I get him together. What? Just get him together. Just got to get him together. Yeah. Right, That's awesome. Right. So the Lord arranged it or waited until we were a little bit more mature individually in him and just um, personally before he had us turn that route. And we were just really close friends and God cultivated that into a relation courtship slash relationship. <laughs> now, was that before military or after? Uh, this was all before. So West Point, the way it works is you're kind of sort of already in the military yeah. after a certain point. So he was already past that point. Um, and he actually went into the military officially shortly after um we got uh married okay yeah so, so his he, injuries and all that happened after mm -hmm, you were married it was post yeah so that yeah. that probably goes back to intercession as well we yeah. could talk a lot about that and that's his yes. testimony he's going to be because we're really going to talk a lot about uh the whole um psychosemantic concepts of being spirit-filled how do you deal with emotions and how do you deal with true uh, demonic possession and then yeah. mental illness. There is such a thing as mental illness and we believe that and right. he, he's so good at that because so many people get confused with that and yes. I always say people make fun of me because I always say it <laughs> make people mad because just because you're bipolar don't mean you're prophetic. Right, <laughs> you know, right. people are like, wait, wait, because a lot of people that we we call think that they're spiritual, they're talking for God. Well, it's not God. Yeah. <laughs> so so we That's have right. to separate that. And so he and I've had a lot of great talks on that. But I think I, I want to hear a little of your journey. What led you? Because I know you were connected to Jabula for a while. Yes. And 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 mentored at some in some sort of way yes. uh, by yes. Chi Chi and, and uh, the Bismarcks and all that stuff. Yes. So I just want to kind of hear a little bit kind of what brought you in. Maybe it was an encounter or whatever. But let's just talk about prayer, because I just want to say those of you that know, know, and the majority of people that watch this are not Oasis people. This is going to be people literally around the world. A lot of pastors, a lot of friends that watch this. Uh, Dr. Lindy is an extremely prophetic gift to the body. Um, twice, God has used her here to literally shift the direction and the atmosphere of our church where I just felt it was time and just the sound and the tone that she would carry in that time. And I say that with with all humility or whatever, not in any way trying to to try to fake anything. It it's real. There's an anointing on your life. Our house recognizes it. We recognize it. But there's there's a dimension in prayer that so many people, even from the spirit filled backgrounds, never touch. 
There's a dimension in prayer. You know, we've talked before how important praying in the spirit is. Yes. Releasing the sound of heaven. Letting there's a there's a tongue of men and of angels. Yes. But when heaven speaks that tongue of angels through you and you're praying things that you don't know, right. um, it's so important. So kind of take me back to kind of where did this encounter or experience or bird when did this just grip your heart when you were like, Man, this has a hold of me. There's something unique to this. Um, funny because whenever I would get asked the question about prayer and intercession, my instinct, I guess maybe just because of religious background culture, I would date the start of my prayer life from when I became an official intercessor in the church and okay. the Lord would be like a me title. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And so I remember I was teaching a course on prayer with a friend, um, who's a pastor and, um, the the person hosting the platform asked us oh guys can you introduce yourself when did you start to pray and she gave her response and i'm listening i'm like she's talking i'm hearing her but at the same time i'm hearing the lord like why would you discount when your prayer life actually started and i'm sitting there cameras are on and everything i'm like hmm? Uh, what is this? Yeah. And the yeah. Lord has said, you said you started prayer when you became an intercessor for such and such church. So then flashes of times when I would be in the closet uh, where I would just be at home in my house and I would just break out, you know, in prophetic worship. Yeah. And in the midst of doing those dances, no audience, you know, the Lord would just take me in the one. spirit. You yeah. Had one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would just speak this heavenly language times. I would be at home with just my aunt, my mother, siblings, and we would just pray, you know, for hours and minutes. And the Lord was like, so. Uh-huh. Did you not count that as time with me? And, you know, now mind you, at this time, I'm still separating prayer from time with the Lord. Okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. Intimacy so, with God yes. versus verbal prayer. Yes, yeah. exactly. And so the Lord shows me all this and, you know, the camera comes back on me and I just felt convicted. I, I said, okay, Lord, um, I didn't have too much else to say as far as my introduction that day, but I never made that mistake again because when I look back over my life, um, being raised by a mother and a praying grandmother, mm-hmm. It was always there. You know, we would wake up. Well, there's up such to a her. legacy. You told me even from Africa, <laughs> yes. you know, your grandparents or whatever, the yes. legacy of faith and what yes. God used them to do yeah, through they, the years. They saw miracle signs and wonders. I mean, they fought the voodoo, team. witchcraft, yes. hatred, in the flesh. <laughs> paganism, like human. Yeah, yeah, in the flesh. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah they yeah. saw it. We read about it and we even told yeah, about so it. So you were raised hearing that. Yes. Though, being around yes. that awareness. I would wake up and yeah. listen to her praying in these other languages. And huh. I'm like, you know, grandma, where did you learn all this? And she would just laugh and she would say, you know, I learned it through God, but he's going to teach you too. Yes. Amen. You know, yeah. and yeah. you know, not realizing she was speaking prophetically, you know, yeah. God had showed her what he showed her and it wasn't yet time to, for me to wow. understand, yeah. but you know, and I look back on moments like that and I say, my goodness, you know, I had to go into repentance to the father. I said, I, I'm sorry for neglecting the times where it was just you and I, yeah. you know, whether it was you teaching me through a grandmother, a mother, an aunt that, you know, she had me in the prayer class. It was a time of separation. This was like high school going into college. So you'd have been. So the, I started with. I started that at about fourteen. Mm-hmm. So you were saying because one of the old mentors told me one time. Said I graduated from the school of hard knocks with a degree in neology. And I wow. think that's these people we inherited this from because yes. I was blessed with intercessor mentors. Yes. And of course, you knew my mother, whatever. Yes. But Michelle and I used to lay in bed and count shadows going down the wall when oh Mimi goodness. would get in travail and intercession and spiritual warfare yeah. and demonic spirits. And we, we were afraid to, that we were hallucinating right. and so she would say how many did you see so if we saw the right. same we knew we were seeing it for real right. and i'd be like i saw six she's like i did too <laughs> but you, but when you're raised in that environment yeah. it creates an awareness and that's yes. where 
our parents and people that are watching now, let your kids see you weep and cry. Let them yes. walk in on you laying on the floor. Yes. Let them. I remember Alex used to come up and lay on my back when I'd be laying on my back, travailing and interceding when he was smaller. He would literally come lay and put his face like lay on top of my back and just lay there while I'm just shaking and quivering or whatever. But I believe something was imparted. Yes. In, in that something. So they, so this was high school, then going in, leaving, going to college. Mm -hmm. So, so you were already encountering, didn't even know what it was, yes. but you were encountering the spirit of God, yes. the intimate presence of God. Right. Without any pressure. Right. No okay. platform. Yeah, no yeah, yeah, title. yeah, yeah. Okay. And I believe it was by his design. Because had it been the other way, you know, something I was always afraid of for me was, you know, the spirit of pride, you know, and it can work both ways. You can be the extreme of it, but it can also be you denying who and what God says you are. Yeah. Not you know? wanting to do it. Yeah. In case you're I did had to walk through that where I was at a ministry and the man of God was like, just came to me one day. <laughs> I say he bum rushed me and he was just like, I know who you are. I see you. And I'm like, uh, okay. Who are you looking at? Right, right. Yeah. What do you mean by that? My spirit knew what he meant, but, you know, just my flesh. I was like, I, I can't do that. I'm not that person. You know, by this time now I'm married. So I'm like, well, my husband, you know, he's that guy. And I was always the background, I would say. But in the background of it all, my husband will tell you, even when he was deployed, all the Lord would have me do. I would have on the world news just so I could stay in tune with what was going on. But I would be on the carpet. I would just be there weeping uh, yeah. for no reason, yeah. uh, beknownst to me at the time, crying, you know, speaking in my heavenly language. And I, even that was an experience where I went up to the altar to pray for someone else. And I had faith enough for them. And the Lord was like, you had faith enough for someone else. And I, I can, I'll even honor that. Yeah. And just fill me on faith. the spot. Yeah. Right. Wow. <laughs> How old were you when that happened? Um, this was, was I in college? We had graduated. Wow. I had already graduated college by this time. Yeah. Wow. And so it was one of those things. That at fire that point, baptism. Yeah, just, yeah. In my mind, I'm like, well, you know, maybe it'll come later in life when I'm older. You know, just all oh, yeah. these things that God yeah. just debunked. And some of that is cultural. <laughs> yeah. You know, some of that's culture from the culture that we come from. <laughs> right, right. Is the older, everything's reserved for when you get older. Right. The wisdom <laughs> yeah, exactly. is for the older. Yeah, exactly. You know? No, God forbid a child. Ministry is for the older. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. You know, one of the biggest things, uh, uh, struggles my mom and dad had years ago when they were building churches, Bible schools in West Africa was to start Sunday school, to do anything for the kids or the young people because the elders and the bishops, and what well, they didn't see any need for it. You had to be like 30 years old wow. to even be considered a saint kind wow. of concept. So to hold, use young people and yes. to create that or whatever, it was a whole new mindset yeah. just because of culture. Right. So you had that. Yes. And, but I'm so grateful to hear that, that this started because my testimony that I do with the gift of loneliness and have told around the world for so many yes. years, people are tired of hearing of it, but, but it started out of intimacy with me feeling rejected by everybody else. Right. And, and finding that sweet place, that secret place yes. where, where Jesus become my best friend and you could feel the presence. So everything that came out of my ministry, yeah. people ask me a lot of times, when were you called to preach? Right. And this is, I guess y'all can tell when you hear me preach because it's not that good, but I, I never was guys. I can't tell you. I don't know if I was ever called to preach, but I do know when he called me to be his friend. Yes. And he told me yes. that if I would stay in the secret place right. and if I would listen and let him talk to me, that people would always want to know what my friend was saying. Mm. Wow. That's 
And he's reminded me of that in seasons of my life where, where I've come home or when I finished school or when I was preaching, there were different seasons where it seemed like I was more focused on preaching. I was known for my preaching, right. more known for my preaching than his presence. Yes. There were seasons. And I admit that God moved. Yes, but it was based on the preaching and he would always challenge me and pull me back and say, that's not what I, other people can do that. Right. But right. I called you to be in my presence to the point where you can hear what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And when you come out, people want to hear what I'm saying, not what you think. Right. Yeah. And so that, I think that creates something with, with that. You, that. No, I'm saying that. yeah. that's why I love hearing what you're saying. <laughs> you can identify with that. So this brought you then, of course, life happens. You yes. guys get married and you, you're going to school. Both of you, you have how many children? We have four now. They're incredible. <laughs> incredible so, but life happens so you're a mother you're going to school you have you guys started your own business you have all this stuff going on yes. plus you're ministering in churches yes so talk a little bit about how when god really opened up the ministry as far as prayer ministry in in right. the church world more yeah so uh my husband went forth uh first initially because like i said for the longest i felt like um you know i needed to be the background and from day one he would always say and he still does till this day i think you heard him say when he testifies he's like i just life wouldn't be the same if i didn't have an anchor that prayed for me even mm-hmm. all the way from home mm-hmm. that included the war times mm-hmm. where you know i would wake up out of deep sleep just and have this weight to pray you know um well his testimony he almost died yes i mean you're gonna hear that from him but his testimony is incredible but i believe that you were the anchor for that oh (laughs) and that was a heavy load for that it was (laughs) thank god for my aunt and mom because they stayed on it they were Uh, the gatekeepers for that part of our history that even when i was sleeping because you know having a you know we ended up having our firstborn and even when he was born you know he had to deploy again Uh, um to afghanistan and so that you know new mom Life, all this, you know, having the mothers there that, that were not only mothers, but that could pray and kind of begin to train me what that looks like to uh-huh. be a praying mother, wife, woman, um, student, business person and person in life. Yeah. Um, yeah so I, I would say my classroom has always been from the beginning when I was from the time I was old enough to talk walk I remember a lot of worship going forth my grandmother would sing a lot she would speak word of life over us you know in the house not just myself I got the most just because I'm the firstborn grandchild on both sides of my family so culturally you know that that carries a lot of weight yeah Never mind. it does yeah a lot <laughs> of responsibility else. right, yeah. right. Yeah. so the expectation is there yeah. and you know fast forward to this chapter of our life you know like I said he was always at the forefront and something funny started to happen I don't think it's that people never saw me but the lord started allowing me to see you know myself like okay lindy you know (laughs) they would have someone just come up to me alone we're standing together and say you know you're a powerful woman of god now mind you i'm not doing anything at this point i probably had a baby in my arm at the time i'm like okay thank you and i would scur away (laughs) yeah i felt most most comfortable in the prayer closet is what we call it or at home in that private space because i heard the clear clear most clear you know i heard god most clear i felt closest to god uh, and i felt whole the most when it was just me and him because i didn't have to worry about opinions i didn't have to be swayed i either heard it or i didn't and so um as we're going you know because military we did move around never got to go to any fun places like hawaii but you know (laughs) (laughs) that's like all my mission trips i I don't get to go to these exotic places other people get to go (laughs) i'm in like calcutta or (laughs) or sierra leone or somewhere like that you know so you were in kansas (laughs) yeah we were in kansas i'd rather be in sierra leone any day than kansas 
Shout out to all those places, though. But, Come you know, on. You had great Hawaii, friends there. And, like, yeah. yeah. And in yeah. ministries there, you know, people began to say things like, OK, just give me the mic, you know. Um, and I'd be like, what am I supposed to do with this? You know, like, just pray. Yeah. You know, and um, so I began to just close my eyes. And when I would close my eyes, for me, it recreated the atmosphere that I would have when I would be at home. So it made it easy then to to just open my mouth and let God fill it. Yes. And so that was the start of people. So it's the Holy Spirit praying because that's that's where the whole intercession thing. And I really yes. want to take the last part of this segment, talk yes. about just pray. But you just hit on something right there is I think most people don't never discover how to just be a conduit. Yeah. Where the Holy Spirit is praying through you, yes. you have. That's why I call it no agenda praying. Yes. But you have no agenda. This is not about praying for Aunt Sally and Uncle right. Billy Bob, and my, I want my son to be a millionaire. <laughs> no, we all want that. But what is the Spirit praying? Yes. And I'll have people sometimes tell me, say, "Pray for me," and I'm like, "I don't know if I'm going to pray for you or not." But I will promise you this: I will, I will have you in my mind in the Spirit, and I will pray in the Spirit yes. while I'm meditating on you, and I will let the Holy Spirit yes. pray. What it needs to pray for you to have your need. Yes. Because I may not know what to pray. Things, you know, Apostle Paul said, things that I know not. Praying things I know not. So let's get in the concept just for a little bit as far as what you wrote in the book. When you say just pray, what is the the nugget to that or the meaning behind that? Um, That was birthed in just talking to the Father one day. Um, It was over time, like a two-year period. The Lord just, I just kept hearing literally the words, just pray. I'm like, well, Lord, I am praying. What are you yeah. talking about? You know, it takes me some time to catch on sometimes. And so when it finally started to catch, I was like, well, you know, Lord, maybe there's something I should give to someone else. You know, the idea. And I did. I tried it. I'll be honest. But it never took. I don't even think if I n- named the person, they would recall even having the conversation. I think that was by <laughs> God's design. Um, and I just kept hearing, just pray, just pray. So I began to write and I said, OK, well. What are we just praying about, Lord? And so the Lord began speaking to me about getting back to the simplicity of prayer. And I said, well, well, yeah, prayer is simple. He's like, no, not for everyone. You know, you guys have made it into this thing and all these things that I never meant for it to be. And I was like, oh, why exactly okay and that's where it's literally started and i said well okay lord if we're going to talk about just praying then you have to tell me what to write about that we're just going to pray about you know and the lord said yeah i no problem and that's where the topics were birthed from it's nothing i personally was like i want to talk about this no the lord literally gave me these things and that's where the chapters um were birthed out of and i said okay god I'm listening. You know, you're going to have to give me it word for word because I don't want to make anything up. You know, I wanted to reach someone. Uh, It was never about the numbers or money, but it was about hearing what God said and being obedient to that. And even that I kind of drug my feet on like, uh, I don't know if people will receive this, Lord. It's it's too simple. Mind you, the first thing he said is getting back to the simplicity. Yeah, get back to the simplicity. (laughs) It's supposed to be simple. Because you're, you, I think that's the thing that we we forget, especially those of us that have been in church a long time. Yeah. Not everybody speaks churchese, right? And not everybody's coming from. Not everyone had the parents we had, right. the backgrounds we have, yes. the stories that we have. Right. And I had even my family reminds me, Dad, everybody don't come from your <laughs> worldview, and so I have to I have to get that. But yes. in in the the chapters, I just want to go through these, and yes. if there's one of these that just hits you, yeah. but you're basically teaching how to pray into fear. Yes. Discouragement. Yes. Uh, how to pray about faith, increasing your faith, releasing your faith. Right. Direction, yes. which is so important, specifically this time of year. Yes. Uh, purpose. Uh, depression. So many people post COVID. Right. Um, it, it's 
I, I think someone said it had the statistics had gone up by 60 percent mm-hmm. uh, as far as Americans that are depressed um, and then just pain and then even joy. Talk yeah. about praying and joy, praying in victory right. and then praying in Thanksgiving. Um, just kind of, if you can off the cuff, or I can give you the mm-hmm. book to look at, but just when you talk about direction, yes. kind of, let's kind of end on that just yes. to give someone just kind of a pointer of what the book's about. Yeah. So with direction, I think in this day and age, we're in the year 2024, so it's relevant. Um, we have this ideal, we have these plans, we have these dreams and that's fine, but there is a place and there's a process between your dreams and aspiration versus what God says. Yes. And how you get there. Yes. And even to get there, yes. you need direction. And in this book, I talk about literally in the prayer, you have to have the best compass in life to be able to get where you need to go. And the only one I can think of that can be that for us is God himself. Absolutely. And in the prayer, that's what I encourage is, you know, ask God to be your compass, because whether you're lost, whether you're on the right path, whether you're in between, so, so you're going by what mom and dad said. At any point in that, the Lord says, it's okay to stop and ask me and seek me and I'll show you. I'll either validate, redirect, move you along or tell you to stop, you know, and God is able to do that for us. So we don't have to live in a day and age where we're consumed by this is what the expectation is of me. In my case, as a firstborn, you know, why you relish and you honor that, that God chose you to put you in that place. The same God that put you there is the same God that will equip you, give you strategy and just direct you. So you don't make it so difficult um, where you can, you you give up, you know what I mean? Or turn to other things. Well, these unrealistic expectations. And like you said, just because you have a goal doesn't mean it's God's will. Right. Because uh, this time of year, I laugh at all all these people with resolutions. <laughs> you know, because I do. Because just because it's a new year, it's not a new you. Right. But I have I have disciplines that I feel God has given me that will yes. take me toward things I know He's called me to. Right. But they're disciplines. They're not just aspirations, yes. and and they're based on things He spoke to me. And I just want to make sure people make sure that in your in your getting get understanding yes. make sure that in your seeking that you're truly being led by the spirit because that's that's the whole thing if you're truly being led by the spirit as a son of god he will unfold his plans very clear but we get sidetracked so many times yeah so we're going to close today in this one and and i just think we need to have uh, dr lindy back and kind of go a little deeper in the intercession part and the prophetic side of this um, but we're going to have the link for the book um, and just we just really want to push that if you're a prayer minister or a pastor and you would like to order, I'm sure there's a way that they could order a link where they could get in bulk or yes. whatever, where we could do, um, you know, you can order 50, 100, 200, whatever to give to your prayer warriors, to give to your members yes. to have that. Because I know when I wrote my little booklet, it, it's just so simple. And, and yeah. where pe- this is not going to overload somebody Simplicity. here. Just get to this, the basic points and yes. pray about it. Yes. So. I just am so grateful. Thanks for being on here. I just think it was incredible. And we look forward that we're going to we're going to keep talking and do another broadcast probably because there's just so much to squeeze out of this. But hey, I love you guys. Look forward to seeing you next time. God bless.